Chapter 4 of The Crook in the Lot or The Sovereignty and Wisdom of God in the Afflictions of Men Displayed. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ruth. The Crook in the Lot, or the Sovereignty and Wisdom of God in the Afflictions of Men Displayed by Thomas Boston Chapter 4 The Use of This Doctrine Now the use of this doctrine is threefold. 1. For reproof, 2. For consolation, and 3. For exhortation. Use 1. For reproof and it meets with three sorts of persons as reprovable. First, the carnal and earthly, who do not with awe and reverence regard the crook in their lot as of God's making. There is certainly a signature of the divine hand upon it to be perceived by just observers, and that challengeth an awful regard, the neglect of which forebodes destruction. Psalm 28, verse 5 because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands, he shall destroy them and not build them up. And herein they are deeply guilty, who pouring upon second causes, and looking no further than the unhappy instruments of the crook in their lot, overlook the first cause, as a dog snarls at the stone, but looks not to the hand that casts it. This is, in effect, to make a god of the creature, so regarding it as if it could of itself effect anything, while in the meantime it is but an instrument in the hand of God, the rod of his anger. Isaiah 10, 5 Ordained of him for judgment, established for correction. Habakkuk 1, verse 12 Oh, why should men terminate their view on the instruments of the crook in their lot, and so magnify their scourges. The truth is, they are for the most part rather to be pitied, as having an undesirable office, which for their gratifying their own corrupt affections in making the crook in the lot of others, returns on their own head at length with a vengeance, as did the blood of Jezreel and the house of Jehu. Hosea 1, 4 and it is specially undesirable to be so employed in the case of such as belong to God, for rarely is the ground of the quarrel the same on the part of the instrument as on God's part, but very different. Witness Shimei's cursing David as a bloody man, meaning the blood of the house of Saul, which he was not guilty of, while God meant it of the blood of Uriah, which he could not deny. 2 Samuel 16, 7 and 8 Moreover, the quarrel will be at length taken up between God and his people, and then their scourges will find they had but a thankless office. Zechariah 1, 15 I was but a little displeased, and they outfawed the affliction, saith God, in resentment of the heathen crooking the lot of his people. In like manner are they guilty, who impute the crook in their lot to fortune, or their ill luck, 
which in very deed is nothing but a creature of imagination, framed for a blind to keep man from acknowledging the hand of God. Thus, what the Philistines doubted, they do more impiously determine, saying in effect, It is not his hand that smote us, it was a chance that happened to us. 1 Samuel 6, 9 And finally, those also are guilty, who in the way of giving up themselves to carnal mirth and sensuality, set themselves to despise the crook in their lot, to make nothing of it and to forget it. I question not, but one committing his case to the Lord and looking to him for remedy in the first place, may lawfully call in the moderate use of the comforts of life for help in the second place. But as for that cause, so frequent and usual in this case among carnal men, if the crook of the lot really be, as indeed it is, of God's making, it must needs be a most undecent, unbecoming course to be abhorred of all good men. Proverbs 3, 11 My son despise not the chastening of the Lord. It is surely a very desperate method of cure which cannot miss of issuing in something worse than the disease. However, it may palliate it for a while. Isaiah 22, 12-14 In that day did the Lord God of hosts call to weeping and to mourning and behold joy and gladness, eating flesh and drinking wine, and it was revealed in mine ears by the Lord of hosts. Surely this iniquity shall not be purged from you till you die. Secondly, the unsubmissive, whose hearts like the troubled sea swell and boil, fret and murmur, and cannot be at rest under the crook in their lot. This is a most sinful and dangerous course. The Apostle Jude characterising some to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness for ever. Verse 13, saith of them, verse 16, These are murmurers, complainers, namely still complaining of their lot, which is the import of the word they are used by the Holy Ghost. For since the crook in their lot, which their unsubdued spirits can by no means submit to, is of God's making, this their practice must needs be a fighting against God, and these their complainings and murmurings are indeed against him, whatever face they put upon them. Thus, when the Israelites murmur against Moses, Numbers 14, 2, God charges them with murmuring against himself, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmured against me? Verse 27 Ah, may not he who made and fashioned us without our advice be allowed to make our lot too without asking our mind, but we must rise up against him on account of the crook made in it? What doth this speak, but that the proud creature cannot endure God's work, nor bear what he hath done? And how black and dangerous is that temper of spirit! How is it possible to miss of being broken to pieces in such a course? He is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who have hardened himself against him and have prospered. Job 9, 4 Thirdly, the careless and unfruitful, who do not set themselves dutifully to comply with the design of the crook in their lot. God and nature do nothing in vain. Since he makes the crook, there is doubtless a becoming design in it. 
which we are obliged in a duty to fall in with, according to that Micah 6, 9, Hear ye the rod. And indeed, if one shut not his own eyes but be willing to understand, he may easily perceive the general design thereof to be, to wean him from this world, and move him to seek and take up his heart's rest in God. And nature and the circumstances of the crook itself being duly considered, it will not be very hard to make a more particular discovery of the design thereof. But alas, the careless sinner, sunk in spiritual sloth and stupidity, is in no concern to discover the design of providence in the crook, so he cannot fall in with it, but remains unfruitful, and all the pains taken on him by the great husbandman in the dispensation are lost. They cry out by reason of the arm of the mighty, groaning under the pressure of the crook itself, and weight of the hand of the instrument thereof. But none saith, Where is God, my Maker? They look not, they turn not unto God for all that. Job 35, 9 and 10 Use 2 For consolation It speaks comfort to the afflicted children of God. Whatever is the crook in your lot, it is of God's making and therefore you may look upon it kindly. Since it is your father has made it, it for you, question not, but there is a favourable design in it toward you. A discreet child welcomes his father's rod, knowing that being a father he seeketh his benefit thereby, and shall not God's children welcome the crook in their lot as designed by their father, who cannot mistake his measures to work for their good according to the promise? The truth is, the crook in the lot of a believer, how painful soever it proves, is a part of the discipline of the covenant, the nurture secured to Christ's children by the promise of the Father. Psalm 89, 30 and 32 If his children forsake my law and walk not in my judgments, then will I visit their transgressions with the rod. Furthermore, all who are disposed to betake themselves to God under the crook in their lot may take comfort in this. Let them know that there is no crook in their lot, but may be made straight. For God made it, surely then he can mend it. He himself can make straight what he hath made crooked, though none other can. There is nothing too hard for him to do. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust, and lifteth the needy out of the dunghill that he may set him with princes. He maketh the barren woman to keep house, and to be a joyful mother of children. Psalm 113, 7-9 Say not that your crook hath been of so long a continuance that it will never mend. Put it in the hand of God, who made it, that he may mend it and wait on him. And if it be for your good that it should be mended, it shall be mended for no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Psalm 84, 11 Use last for exhortation. Since the crook in the lot is of God's making, then eyeing the hand of God in yours be reconciled to it, and submit under it whatever it is. I say, eyeing the hand of God in it, for otherwise your submission under the crook in your lot cannot be a Christian submission, acceptable to God, having no reference to him as your party in the matter.
object one. But some will say, the crook in my lot is from the hand of the creature, and such a one too as I deserve no such treatment from. Answer. From what hath been already said, it appears, that although the crook in thy lot be indeed immediately from the creature's hand, yet it is mediately from the hand of God, there being nothing of that kind, no penal evil, but the Lord hath done it. Therefore, without Paul peradventure, God himself is the principal party, whoever be the less principal. And albeit thou hast not deserved thy crook at the hand of the instrument which he makes use of for thy correction, thou certainly deservest it at his hand, and he may make use of what instrument he will in the matter, or may do it immediately by himself, even as seems good in his sight. Object 2. But the crook in my lot might quickly be evened if the instrument or instruments thereof pleased, only there is no dealing with them, so as to convince them of their fault in making it. Answer. If it be so, be sure God's time is not as yet come that the crook should be made even. For if it were come, though they stand now like an impregnable fort, they would give way like a sandy bank under one's feet. They should bow down to thee with their face toward the earth, and lick up the dust of thy feet. Isaiah 49.23 Meanwhile, that state of the matter is so far from justifying one's not eyeing the hand of God in the crook in the lot, that it makes a piece of trial in which his hand very eminently appears, namely, that men should be signally injurious and burdensome to others, yet by no means susceptible of conviction. This was the trial of the church from her adversaries, Jeremiah 50, 7. All that found them have devoured them, and their adversaries said, We offend not, because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice. They were very abusive and gave her barbarous usage, yet would they own no fault in the matter. How could they ward off the conviction? Were they verily blameless in their devouring the Lord's straying sheep? No, surely they were not. Did they look upon themselves as ministers of divine justice against her? No, they did not. Some indeed would make a question here, how the adversaries of the church could celebrate her God as the habitation of justice. But the original pointing of the text being retained, it appears that there is no ground at all for this question here, and with all the whole matter is set in a clear light. All that found them have devoured them, and their adversaries said we offend not, because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice. These last are not the words of the adversaries, but the words of the prophet, showing how it came to pass, that the adversaries devoured the Lord's sheep, as they lighted on them, and we all stood to the defence of it, when they had done. Far from acknowledging any wrong, the matter lay here. The sheep had sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice and as a just punishment hereof from his hand, they could have no justice at the hand of their adversaries. Wherefore, laying aside these frivolous pretenses, and eyeing the hand of God, as that which hath bowed your lot in the matter, and keep it in the bow, be reconciled to, and submit under the crook, whatever it is, 
saying from the heart, Truly, this is a grief, and I must bear it. Jeremiah 10.19 And to move you here unto, consider. 1. It is a duty you owe to God as your sovereign Lord and benefactor. His sovereignty challenges our submission, and it can in no case be meanness or spirit to submit to the crook which his hand hath made in our lot, and to go quietly under the yoke that he hath laid on. But it is really madness for the potsherds of the earth by their turbulent and refractory carriage under it to strive with their maker, and his benefits to us ill-deserving creatures may well stop our mouth from complaining of his making a crook in our lot. Who would have done us no wrong had he made the whole of it crooked? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive the evil? Job 2, 10 2. It is an unalterable stature for the time of this life that nobody shall want a crook in their lot. For man is born unto trouble as the sparks fly upward. Job 5, 7 and those who are designed for heaven are in a special manner assured of a crook in theirs, that in the world they shall have tribulation. John 16.33 For by means thereof the Lord makes them meet for heaven. And how can you imagine that you shall be exempted from the common lot of mankind? Shall the rock be reproved out of his place for thee? And since God makes the crooks in men's lots, according to the difference exigence of their cases, you may be sure that yours is necessary for you. A crook in the lot which one can by no means submit to makes the condition of all things the likeliest to that in hell. For there is a yoke which the wretched sufferers can neither bear nor shake off, is reaved about their necks. There the almighty arm draws against them, and they against it. There they are ever suffering and ever sinning, still in the furnace, but their dross not consumed, nor they purified. Even such is the case of those who now cannot submit to the crook in their lot. 4. Great is the loss by not submitting to it. The crook in the lot rightly improved has turned to the best account and made the best time to some that ever they had all their life long as the psalmist from his own experience testifies. Psalm 119, 67 Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word. There are many now in heaven who are blessing God for the crook they had in their lot here. What a sad thing must it then be to lose this teeth wind for Emmanuel's land. But if the crook in thy lot do thee no good, be sure it will not miss of doing thee great damage. It will greatly increase thy guilt and aggravate thy condemnation, while it shall for ever cut thee to the heart, to think of the pains taken by means of the crook in the lot, to wean thee from the world and bring thee to God, but all in vain. Take heed, therefore, how you manage it, lest thou mourn at the last, and say, How have I hated instruction! and my heart despised reproof. Proverbs 5, 10-12 End of chapter 4 Recording by Ruth